Have you lost weight only to gain it right back after returning to your routine? Did your diet work for someone else but not you? Rockin' That ID Life helps you understand your genetic makeup to find a lifestyle that fits your needs. Together, you and RockinThatIDLife.com can focus on your health and meet your goals today. That's RockinThatIDLife.com. Center Ice Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. If you haven't heard, Center Ice Brewery beer is now exclusively available at beer stores around town. So make sure you pick some up on your next milk and eggs run. That's Center Ice Brewery. Please drink responsibly. Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. After reviewing the play, the call on the ice, it was determined that the play was offside, no goal. You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame. So your sweetie finally comes to a game and you barely play. Is that more awkward than puberty, or is it pretty close? Your mitt looks like a boa constrictor unhinged its jaw in an effort to consume a combat submarine. Let's do that hockey. This is the summer edition of Let's Go Blues Radio, and I'm your host, Jeff Ponder. Make sure you stay tuned with us every week as we bring you exclusive hockey content you won't find anywhere else. Of course, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by RockinThatIDLife.com, where we help you make every workout, every meal count. Do life better. And by CenterIceBrewery.com, St. Louis's wonderfully crafted hockey-themed beer found at local grocery stores and liquor stores in the St. Louis area. Uh, this is franchise episode number 362 all time. This is season 10, episode 44. Uh, so today we've got a lot to get to. Um, want to mention that we're talking with my friend, uh, Ian Mueller over at Midwest Sport Hockey. He's an assistant manager over there. We talk about, uh, the, uh, the Memorial Day weekend. They had a, a 48 hour hockey game. Yes, that's right. Not a 48 hour tournament, a 48 hour hockey game, uh, called Breaking Records Granting Wishes. Uh, and it all benefited Make a Wish Missouri in Kansas chapter, and uh, yeah, they ra- they've raised over seventy five thousand dollars so far, and they broke the Guinness World Record. So you're going to hear about that game, what went into it. It's crazy some of the stuff they had to do for Guinness uh, to make sure that they get that record, which I think they are still working on ensuring that's going to happen. But I think they followed all the guidelines to make sure it does. So uh, congrats to them. But we'll get to that here in a minute. I uh, want to talk a little hockey before we, well, NHL, before we get to that. Uh, first of all, congratulations to uh, South County Pride, Pat Maroon, on making the Stanley Cup Final yet again, going for his fourth in a row, and uh, of course playing the Colorado Avalanche, who are owned by Stan Kroenke, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, looking forward to this series, starts tonight, um, so I'm recording this early on Wednesday, but uh this episode will obviously be released probably after the game, maybe right at the end of the game uh, on YouTube. And, of course, podcast this episode as well. Uh, that'll be released Thursday morning. I don't know why I'm telling you that, because if you're hearing this, you're obviously watching me or listening to me. 
uh, whenever the show is available. But uh, anyway, so talking about Pat Maroon, uh, he was, you know, I'm just going to let him speak for himself here. He was recently on the Pat McAfee show um, talking about being back in the Stanley Cup final. And one of the questions he was asked was uh, basically about Stan Kroenke. He was asked, you know, kind of a kind of a jovial question about, you know, Stan Kroenke having his own helipad and how he was going to treat the lightning coming into his building. And, uh, yeah, here's what Pat had to say about it. I hate Stan Kroenke. I'm a show <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't stand that guy. Honestly, he took – honestly, you guys played at the Dome. The Dome's a, a shitty, shitty – Bad. It's a bad – it was a bad, bad arena. I'm sure it was terrible for you guys to go in there and play. But the greatest game on turf with Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, I mean – Orlando Pace. I mean, you can go down. I mean, just to watch that. I think Mike Jones made that huge tackle against Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. But like to have that taken away from us, it just sucks. I know we had terrible years. Chris Long would always tell me like this. I mean, our teams are terrible, but <laughs> <clears throat> but like you know, then he go, he goes away and he goes wins back to back Super Bowl. So it's just like. You go from that environment to that, and you wonder why. But the fans are true passion in St. Louis, and I just can't stand that guy for taking him out of there. Fucking A, Pat Maroon, right? I mean, <laughs> just speaking for St. Louis there, not even a blue anymore. Obviously, still homegrown, lives here, great guy, great ambassador for, for St. Louis hockey. But, man, I love hearing that. So that was uh, that was awesome, and I wanted to make sure that our – Audience heard that, uh, Pat McAfee show. You can find them online. Uh, so courtesy to them for that clip. Thank you guys for letting us use it. And, uh, yeah, uh, just love it. So again, in his own words, Pat Maroon talking about Stan Kroenke. That, uh, that was something I thought that was worth a little bit more play. And I'm glad, uh, some blues fans, maybe who didn't hear it and are hearing it first on our show. Uh, that was, that was awesome. So we're going to uh, get to the bulk of the show now. Um, and remember, we're bringing you this kind of content all throughout the summer. So make sure you tune in every single week. We'll have another special one next week. Um, and uh, But yeah, this week we're talking with Ian Mueller of Midwest Sport Hockey about that big charity hockey game. Uh, but first, we're going to take a little break so you can hear from our sponsors over at RockinThatIDLife.com and Center Ice Brewery. It's springtime, and I know in my house, it's such a good feeling to open up the windows and let the breeze roll in for new life in my home. Your body's no different. Detoxifying your body can reduce any inflammation, purify your blood, help with weight loss, improve sleep, and boost your circulation. Don't just go after those detoxifiers that only focus on the gut and bowel, though. If you're going to do it, do it for real. The all-new Detox Box from RockinThatIDLife.com cleans all your systems, flushing your kidneys and bowels, detoxifying your liver, and restoring your microbiome for full homeostasis. You'll feel re-energized, restored, and renewed. Make your order now and receive a free Detox water bottle with your order. Visit RockinThatIDLife.com or email Dustin at RockinThatIDLife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order. That's RockinThatIDLife.com and give your body that much-needed spring cleaning today. Do you like hockey? No, of course you do. Do you like beer? 
Of course you do. Are you 21? Let's hope so. If you answered yes to all of those questions, run on down to your local beer distributor and pick up a 2-4 of Old Arena Lager, the Beauty IPA, or any other delicious hockey-themed beer from Centerize Brewery. That's right. Centerize Brewery beer is available at various beer stores around town. So check around for the one closest to you. That's Centerize Brewery. Let's go Blues. And I'm here with Ian Mueller, assistant manager over at Midwest Sport Hockey, and we're here to talk about a very big charity game that just happened here recently. Ian uh, is also, I guess you're a friend of mine. Yeah. So, I guess we could say that. Acquaintances. Acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, we're at least acquaintances. Yeah. Uh, Ian, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. And anybody who plays up here might recognize him as uh, as the ref that, uh, you know, you, you do an okay job. Oh, I you appreciate know. that. I mean, you're better than Pfeiffer. You know, that's that's low hanging fruit. I appreciate it. Say, it's not really a compliment. I mean, shit. I can, I've never ref before, and I could put on ref gear and do better. I hope you're listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so today we're here to talk about a recent event here up at Queenie Park Midwest Sport Hockey: breaking records, granting wishes. Uh, something you guys did recently for Make a Wish. Tell me about the event. Uh, In a nutshell. Yeah, basically it was the attempt to break the previous world record that was like 36 hours for the longest. 36 hours, 56 seconds. Yeah. Uh, it was the longest inline marathon game, I think is what it was called. Yep. So they started Friday morning at like 9.30 for warm-ups, and I think the puck dropped around 9.53. And from there, it was go time. 48 hours of hockey. So how long were you here? Uh, I had 35 hours that weekend. Whew. Man, did you get the whole week off after that? No, <laughs> right back next oh, man. day. So, uh, so what was your role with it? What'd you do? I mean, at first I was just the barkeeper, and then I don't know something Saturday morning. I just was like, let's make this more fun for everyone. And I just started asking the ten, fifteen people who were here, like, what, what questions do you want to hear from the players? And then went from there, and then the interviews just kept growing. Yeah, you had a bunch on your uh, on your Facebook page that I was following. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff. I might actually pull from those if that's okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. So this was over Memorial Day weekend, May 27th through the 29th. As you said, began began a little bit around 10 a.m. and uh, game ended around 10 a.m. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So 48 hours. Uh, you guys are officially now. I, I think there's maybe some. Schematic still being worked out with Guinness, but yeah. as far as I understand, that is the longest inline hockey game ever now, which is amazing. Right? Yeah, it was. It was a really fun weekend and great group of guys that broke the record. Yeah. Um, so uh, about seventy-five thousand dollars was uh, raised from Missouri in the Kansas chapter of Make a Wish. So that's very cool. Yeah, I mean. Did you, when you guys were planning this and when it was like, okay, you're going to be working this, you're going to be involved, did you think at all there was going to be that kind of money raised? No. I mean, you know, wasn't sure what it was going to bring up, but not 75000 that's quite a bit. Yeah. So how? So when the game started, mm-hmm. was it pretty high energy? Were guys going pretty hard or did they know, like, we no. got to conserve our energy? No, these guys were maniacs. They were... <laughs> <laughs> they were zero to a hundred from the drop of the puck. It was, and the last hour of the game might as well have been like a tournament game. Are you serious? Bodies flying everywhere. <laughs> the push was on for the comeback, and like 
poor shop. He's refing it. And next thing, you can't call penalties, though. So people were just getting mugged out there. Oh, man. <laughs> so final score of this game. Remember, 48-hour game. White team, 816 goals. Blue team, 802. Uh, man, that's pretty much a game like, um, I don't know, like Scott Kincaid's in or something, right? Like just a normal game. That's yeah. About that I mean... <laughs> I mean they would have probably had lower score with the shooter tutors. Yeah, so. yeah, probably. So how are the goalies looking? I mean, you know, so there's a total I, of what four goalies in this yeah, tournament, right? Yeah, I, I razzed them about the shooter tutors, but honestly, they were rock stars. Yeah. And actually, there was four or five guys that were skating out that strapped on the pads, or the goalies skated out too. Oh wow! So yeah. So uh, whistles kind of all the time in normal inline game. So, you know, your typical right. puck covers, goals. Correct. Uh, and you said no penalties? Yeah. yeah wow. Because I guess in a way, Guinness would consider that a break. Wow. Okay. I mean, So, so what I'm do you do sure. if somebody causes a pretty big infraction? Penalty shot well, or do you luckily, even do that? No, they just kept going. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. there was only a couple times where it was like, "Ooh, it's getting heated out there." But like, there was never a time where it was come to blows. Everybody was just skating hard. Man, that's yeah. I couldn't imagine playing forty eight hours and having the liberty of not taking a penalty. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in this game, a total of max roster of thirty two players, twenty eight skaters, four goalies. Uh, let's see, we. Uh, uh, they, you guys subbed in four-hour shifts, and the most important pieces were making sure the gameplay did not stop, as you said, for Guinness. I'm sure that's why. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so so how is this working? So guys are, are out there, again, 48 hours, four-hour shifts, yeah. and then what are they doing? Just taking a break, going out to the locker room? How does yeah. that work? Yeah, they're basically changing on the fly. And Oh, man. So then we had the, the different sections, like the pillars right next to the Lindenwood lockers, and then the one right by four, that was the proximity. So they couldn't leave that area. So they had to basically stay in one through four and Lindenwood. So that's uh, that's another Guinness thing, right? Yeah. They yeah, had that, to stay that was close par- to the rink. Right. Yeah, you couldn't leave the proximity. Otherwise so they couldn't even come out here and no. sit on the stands. No. Yeah. Ooh, man. And that was part of the reason that I didn't play in it was because I was working up top. Yeah. And it would have disqualified the whole attempt. Yeah, so... Well, luckily you got one bathroom in there. Yeah. But I mean, were there any situations you could think of where there was like one guy's like I I got to get out to my car or I got to go out and do this? None of no. that happened. No, everybody kind of came like it was a camping trip. Lots of air mattresses <laughs> and and sleeping bags and that and pillows. So. Anybody shower in between or did they just oh, let yeah. the stink on? No, I'm pretty sure they all showered at one point or it, I don't know. It was pretty smelly at the end. <laughs> I can imagine. I bet this yeah. whole place stunk. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> ripe when you walked in the doors. So, again, with uh, the Guinness rules, uh, all 48 hours had to be recorded with a time clock in the picture. Yeah. Um, so where was the camera set up, and how did that work? camera was set up in that corner, and then right down by that pillar, there was a table set up with the timer. Okay, wow. So you guys have the whole game, basically, on, on film. Yes. Is it going to be available to anybody, you know? That part, I don't know. That would be a question for Brian Miller. He was I, the head of marketing. I will definitely give him a call. That sounds awesome. Uh, so this was set up by Mark Turnipseed, uh, again, formerly of Make-A-Wish. Kind of his last hurrah with Make-A-Wish before moving on to something else. But uh, right. what do you know? I mean, what what caused him to think to do this kind of thing? 
Ah, uh, that had to be his love for hockey. He played at Linwood and I mean, really was like a pioneer of the program. Yeah. And anyway, uh, he's always been playing hockey, so I imagine he just said, "Let's do something hockey related." And he saw the record and said, "Let's take a shot." Yeah. So when he, I'm guessing he's the one that pitched it over here at the Midwest to guys like you and Freeborn and and Perry Turnbull, former Blue. Uh, what did, was that conversation like? Did it seem like Midwest was on board right away, or did it oh, take yeah. some convincing? Perry loves giving back to the game. Like, yeah. That's his number one focus, is just to provide a place for people to play. Yeah. No, that's great. So, uh, again, if, if you haven't seen the pictures, and I'll post some with the video here, uh, the jerseys I thought were great. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you can buy those jerseys, correct? Yes. So, uh, it's I've got the information here somewhere, but... Uh, I'll make sure to post the link too, but I know you can uh, you can send money over to Mark Turnipseed on Venmo, mm-hmm. and again we'll post those links uh, with uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, and of course on the show page Let's Go Blues dot com radio. Uh, take a look at the jerseys because they are pretty awesome looking. Yeah. Um, so we want to mention a couple of the uh, the sponsors you guys had: Tor and Car Shield sponsored the uniforms. Connex, uh, Labeda, and Ringster supplied wheels. Uh, Hoser Hockey provided tape, laces, water bottles. Rocket Puck obviously brought the pucks. And then uh, we got a slew of companies here that I'll mention in the show notes uh, that donated between at least 1000 and 10000 So what was, I mean, it sounds like you guys had a lot of great sponsors for this tournament. Yeah, I mean, that's probably who pushed the event. The, the amenities they had for the players. That's the one thing I remember kind of being blown away by because it was like, you know, all the kind of hydration and medical stuff. They even had a nurse on come on site and do IVs for people. So, nice. Yeah, I mean, it felt like they were well prepared as far as keeping everybody healthy and hydrated. Was there any issues like that? Any injuries? Anybody going down? They only lost one guy to his feet, I think, and that was 24 hours in. So even that guy went <sighs> with, yeah. like man. Wasn't like he didn't try. I was gonna say twenty four hours. I mean, yeah. I don't think I could make it that long. No. So these guys are basically are they are they trying to take naps in between too? Trying to, but you know, three and four don't have roofs, no. so it's just loud. And one and two's loud. Plus three and four, you might get a puck shot at you in there. Yeah, it just <laughs> winds up over the net. You're sleeping, take one off the dome. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. So, uh, what was the the audience like? Did you guys get a lot of visitors coming to watch? Uh, throughout the tournament, yes. You know, you know, at one particular time, not really. But I would say, you know, anywhere from 150, 200 people showed up throughout the weekend. That's awesome. Very so, cool. You know, it was a lot of families in that. But and there was a few different groups. I kind of, I think I posted pictures of them that showed up all three days. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So any overnight people coming? No, we were actually <laughs> shut down. Like. Midnight to 7 a.m. Oh, okay. So people couldn't come at those times just, anyway. Just the refs. Yeah. Oh, just the refs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, again, let's see. We've got... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that's true, too. I forgot about this part. Must have manual logs with player volunteer signatures for every shift substitution in and out of the game. So, yeah. basically, when, when a player's coming off, and he's got to sign something that says... Time off. Time off. And, and, time and a volunteer in. has to sign with them. Woo! Yeah. That's a lot of extra work that had to go into that. So yeah. a lot of volunteers had to help out with this. Oh, there's so many. Yeah. You know, all the referees were volunteers and scorekeepers. I mean, we had a lot of 
great guys. I think Shaba's the only one that double dipped. Everybody oh. else only had to do the one four hour shift, but even that, like four hours on your skates, just sounds miserable. No, that's uh, yeah, that sounds awful. I, I, I but we do these these all night tournaments. I just played yeah. one with you recently, right. and like at the end of the day of those, I just want to go home and pass out and sleep and not move the next day. Yeah. I can't even imagine playing for forty eight hours. I know, and that. <laughs> And that's insane. like that's like two and a half, three hours of playing. Yeah. And that's not even a whole shift. And you're yeah. just like, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. I think we played in seven games. Right. And I like did not move the next day. Right. I, these guys, it's like, dude, take the whole next two weeks off. Good Lord. You know what? <laughs> I saw Halterman on Sunday and he said his ankles were still raw. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. 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 He did tell me. I forgot he was the one that played in that too. Yeah. He's on my team and. He's like, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, he's like, that was rough. And I'm like, I don't think I could do it, man. I I love hockey, but woo, 48 hours. That's a long time. Yeah, Uh, you'd think you'd almost need, like, six sets of skates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I'll say mine are so tight that, like, my my, uh, pinky toes end up hurting after a while. You're, so it's like you're getting that amputated by the end of the yeah, tournament. Yeah, I know. It's lack like of circulation dude, again in the the all day <laughs> tournament we just had. Like I, it killed me at the end. I'm like, yeah. I gotta get these skates off. It was like the last period of the last game. I'm like, I'm gonna lose my toe if I don't take my skates off in the yeah. next ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all right. So again, let, and let me go ahead and get you some questions about Midwest sport hockey for anyone who might be interested in playing hockey uh, and playing inline hockey. First of all. Um, how many, what nights do you guys have leagues and, uh, you know, are there any special, uh, you know, 40 up, anything like that on, on certain nights? Yeah, we got all ages, you know, we even started our youth program now that happens on the weekends. Um, we got Sunday through Thursday leagues with every division, you know, 40 and over, like you mentioned, 30 and over bronze and even the elite leagues. Yeah. So really any skill level, we'll find a spot for them to play. And we play hockey every day. Yeah, I was going to say, every time I uh, text you or Matt Freeborn, who's one of the managers up here, like, I have to wait until that night because you guys are always working. And I'm like, there's no day off for these hockey guys. No. <laughs> no, but we love it. No, yeah, hey, it's the best place to work, right? Yeah. In a hockey room. Yeah, there's definitely a lot worse out there. And for those that uh, that maybe aren't familiar with in line that are interested in getting into it, you play ice like me. Best part? No offsides, no icing, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Ian. Well, thank you very much for joining the show today, and uh, great work with breaking records, granting wishes to you and Mark and everybody involved. Uh, we really appreciate what you guys have done for the sport. Thank you. Yep. So I'm going to make sure this information is available. So if you're um, if you're looking for, you know, if you want to buy one of those jerseys they talked about, if you're watching the video, I've got the image up right now. Hopefully, I remember to do that. Uh, but jerseys are sixty dollars, uh, and if you want to do that, you need to Venmo Mark Turnipseed thirty three. And here's the spelling. And again, if you're uh, on the podcast, you can also turn on the video and see this. Plus, I'll have it in show notes everywhere. So wherever you get podcasts, look for that. Uh, it's Mark, uh, like the name uh, hyphen. T-U-R-N-I-P-S-E-E-D hyphen 33. Uh, Include your color, your size, and your number. So blue or white, your size, and your number as well. 
Um, and uh, so that's that was those are sweet jerseys, uh, nice little memento to have. And you can you know go around the states and talk about how uh, you know we are now the St. Louis is now the owner of the longest ever inline game. So very cool uh, to to you know have a piece of that history. Um, want to have a couple call outs here that I mentioned I would uh, when I was talking with Ian. Bob Zeke and then Brendan and Jeremy Huber all raised over $15,000 each, which was more than anyone else. Uh, and then other sponsors of the event that I did not mention earlier, uh, Liberty Electric, FM Roofing, U.S. Men's Medical Center, Sissel Mueller, State Farm, Sowa Agency, Arco Heating and Cooling, Tri-County Wielding. They all gave between $1,000 and $10,000, so... Uh, big, big uh, thanks to them for being able to help out with this great event. Again, I, I, I didn't get to attend any of it. I had some plans that weekend, but um, very cool that this was able to happen right in our backyard. And again, you know, one day, you know, hopefully next year, I'll be able to look at the Guinness Book of World Records longest inline game, and you'll see right there in St. Louis, Missouri, at Midwest Sport Hockey. So very cool, and uh, thanks to Ian for coming on and uh, telling us about that great event. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com. And get 10% off by emailing Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Center Ice Brewery, which provides drinks brewed right here in St. Louis and is available throughout the city and county at numerous grocery stores, liquor stores, and bars, including at our very own Enterprise Center. Visit centericebrewery.com to find a vendor near you. That's centericebrewery.com. Uh, next week, we'll have another show, and it's actually going to be about the Blue Note 5K. And a little spoiler alert, this is more of a big deal for me than than uh, or anyone on the show than, than anyone listening. Uh, we actually were able to record the interview inside Enterprise Center. So that's actually a first for Let's Go Blues Radio. So that was uh, kind of cool to be able to step in there and, you know, kind of enjoy where it all happens. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll be talking to a couple people. So make sure you uh, tune in for that next week. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun to uh, be able to share that with you all. It was a pretty good interview talking about uh, past events and, and this one coming up in October, the Blue Note 5K. Well, that will do it for episode 43 of season 10 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, the Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and don't forget we'll be back with a show next week and the week after that and the week after that. Uh, for Kurt Price and Bill Day, I'm Jeff Ponder, and I will talk with you next week. This was Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go inline hockey at Midwest Sport Hockey, and let's go Blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanus Sport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sport. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. 
boobs are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.